Hello there, hungry friends. I am so glad that you chose to join me on Happy Healthy Meals with Risa Auger. I am Risa Auger, your host of this here podcast. I am so glad that you're here. I really, truly hope that it helps you be inspired to make your meals, whichever one you're eating, just a little bit healthier to make you feel just a little bit happier in whatever you got going on in life. Because let's face it, no one has time for bad food. So, on to the show. Hey guys, thank you so much for being here and welcome to episode 29 of Happy Healthy Meals with Risa. I am floored that we're on episode 29. I can't believe I've done this this many times. And let me tell you, I still get nervous before I hit that record button because you never know what's going to come out of my mouth. Okay. So, on to the show, right? Um, this weekend, I did a, a bit of research just to, just to double-check my facts. Like, I was just, I wanted to make sure that I was saying all the right things and using the right terms and sort of focusing in the right direction here. Uh, today, we're going to talk about allergies. And I knew there was, like, a top list of allergies out there, and I wanted to make sure that I hit at least the top ones. Because I knew that there were a bunch of like I don't want to say, I don't don't mean to diminish them, but I want to say fringe allergies that like not as many people have, but are actually like a thing. Like, and we're all we all have different reactions to things, right? Like, one of my allergies is soy, which is one of the top eight, right? And those are the ones I'm going to talk about. But I am also randomly allergic to blackberries. I have no idea why, and it wasn't even always that way. It was just one day I was eating blackberries and my tongue started getting all tingly. And I was like, that's kind of weird. And I thought, oh, maybe it's something in the sauce, maybe whatever. But I had them again and the same thing happened. Weird thing is that it doesn't happen when it's cooked or when it's bred with something else. So like a boysenberry, I'm totally fine with. Um, But a true blackberry that's fresh, cannot have it. Uh, blackberry pie I can have. I can have blackberry jam if I wanted to. But nope, if it is just a straight blackberry, I cannot have it. And that stinks because I kind of like them. They're kind of delicious. Uh, you know, I love fruit because they are like nature candy and blackberries are one of them. So it's a good thing I can still have boysenberries because those are like one of my absolute favorites. Um, but the, that's one of those like rando, like side or fringe sort of allergies, this weekend I posted on my Facebook page, my personal Facebook page, um, a thing about how I was going to do this episode and I wanted to know what people's allergies were just to see how many people were in those top eight things and just to see, it, you know, how people reacted about their allergies. And wow, I had so many comments, um, you know, most people like or say how cute when I post about my kid or will laugh at a funny joke or say thank you for the encouragement if I put up like a a quote that's inspiring or whatever but dang you talk about your allergies and everybody wants to comment and I was like this is so awesome I love starting these conversations about everybody's health and just getting to know more about everybody's health and how I can possibly help you so I'm not a doctor, of course, and I have, like, literally 
I don't think that my lifeguard training from the Red Cross counts as medical advice at all. So you guys just take this for what's worth. I just really like the research, and I'm, I'm hoping that these help you. Um, so I, th there are so many, like, other allergies out there. I had no idea. Someone, uh, one of my friends, is allergic to cinnamon. I was like, wow. And then she joked that it makes the holidays really hard. Well, I can only imagine. I have a little bit of cinnamon in my coffee, like, almost every day. I can't even imagine not having it, which, by the way, is a really great sweetener for your coffee if you're not allergic to it and you're trying to avoid sugar. Uh, cinnamon. Um, total side note, you guys. So, um, the top eight. Let's just, let's just go there for a little bit. The top eight are, of course, and these are in no particular order because I'm just going to remember them off the top of my head. Um, eggs, shellfish, and other fish. Uh, and the eggs are chicken eggs, if you guys want to research that. Um, generally, if you're allergic to chicken eggs, you are not really allergic to other eggs. It's just chicken eggs, and I, I don't know why. I have a feeling it has something to do with how they're fed, and I would be very interested to find out if um, you're allergic to eggs that are like at the grocery store the non-organic ones or if like you went to a friend's farm like I have a friend who has a farm and they have chickens they have like 92 chickens or something like that um if you went to their house and ate their chicken eggs because they literally just eat off the ground and they don't have any hormones and no antibiotics like if you ate from one of those if you would also be allergic. I have this weird theory about it because it's kind of like you are what you eat, but you are also what you eat, eat kind of a thing. Okay, so where was I? Uh, chicken eggs, some fish, uh, especially shellfish. Um, there's the gluten factor. There is soy. I think I'm at five. Mm, I have a list. I'm going to remember this list. Uh, dairy is one. And that is the lactose in dairy. So if you are lactose intolerant, you can sometimes have, like, goat's milk because it has such a lower a lower to no lactose in it. Um, and so if you really want to have cheese or something like that, goat cheese is a really good one if you are lactose intolerant. Um, I think I hit all of them. I'm going to go over them in my head really quick. Uh also, I wanted to point out the difference between a true allergy and um, just a, a sensitivity, because technically my blackberry allergy is a sensitivity. Like, I'm not going to, never gone into, like, anaphylactic shock by it, I don't, like, blow up. I just get a little tingly, but also I stop at one. I've never had more than one blackberry after I figured it out, so I don't know what would happen, and I don't really want to find out. Um, my oh peanuts, duh! Oh my gosh, I was just gonna say one of my friend, my kid's friends, is like deathly allergic to peanuts. Like she probably cannot eat. No, I know for a fact that she could not even eat like a different nut butter or seed butter and jelly sandwich at my house unless it was a new jar of jelly, because, uh, like most people, I just sort of use the same knife for everything, and there is probably, I can guarantee you, cross-contamination of peanut butter 
in that jar of jelly in my in my uh, refrigerator right now. So she cannot. Um, she can't even have things that are like made um, or processed in the same facility as. So her allergy is life threatening, and that is a true oh my god allergy where she carries an EpiPen. Um, and so she must avoid, avoid, avoid. For me, um, with my blackberries, I just kind of avoid if I get it. Like I had this, I was at a bar, and uh, the bartender made me this really beautiful drink with a whole bunch of things on a stick that he put inside as decoration. One of those things was a blackberry. I literally like just handed it, took it out of the drink, handed it to my husband, and I was fine. Um, but if I had eaten it, it would have been a different story. Uh, but it didn't affect me in the drink or anything like that. So mine is super, super low. I actually have to ingest it. And so most people are like that. There's like this wide spectrum of ways that you react to things. Um, and also for me, like I know that gluten, I'm not gluten, I don't have celiac. I've been tested, I don't have celiac. But I do know that I just feel better when I have less gluten to no gluten in my life. So every once in a while, I will go totally gluten-free for, like, weeks on end. And um, and then I'll introduce it back slowly, and then I'll get too much, and then I'll go back to, like, none. But it, it's just it's a sensitivity for me. Um, I'm sure that most people are like that, and they just need to find their happy gluten place. Because technically, it's not bad for you, but it just can be for some people. Uh, let's see. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so those are the differences. Is if you have like crazy allergy where it'll show up on like an allergy panel, or you have these smaller reactions where you can have it in super small amounts, and you have to figure out what those amounts are before it starts affecting your body. And the best way, the absolute best way to avoid anything that you are possibly allergic to, is to literally read every single label. Like, I always talk about reading the label just because you want to know what's in your food. You want to know if there's cruddy ingredients in there. Well, some ingredients that are actually really good for most people are just not good for you. So reading in, uh, labels is not a bad thing. Be that person who stands in the grocery store and reads the labels so that you get to know the things that you can and cannot buy, the things that you can and cannot have. And you'll get faster and faster and faster the more you read about them. Um, there are a ton of awesome retailers online and um, a few in person that are specific to allergy-friendly foods. And they label things really, really well. Um, since most allergies are those top eight allergies, a lot of them fall into the vegan or gluten-free so that's a way to avoid dairy, chicken eggs, uh, the gluten. That wipes out a few of them right off the bat. Um, but, and oh, like fish and shellfish, it would knock out those too. But that still leaves um, nut butters. And nuts are a big one because so many companies use peanut oil on their machinery as a lubricant. And so that's why in a lot of packaging, it'll say, um, you know, made in a facility, made, may have been exposed, something like that. And that's why, because the peanut oil is used as a lubricant. Um, or there's actual peanuts like near or another product used on the same 
equipment has peanuts in it and there's no way to like clean in between um, with the residue because it's a fine powder. So you'll want to avoid that as well. And you really honestly have to just read all the labels. Um, and if you have to go to the manufacturer's website, call the 800 number. I, in cases, certain cases, you know, you'd rather be safe than sorry. I would rather be safe than sorry. And I'd rather put something down and not purchase it and do my research before I did purchase it. Um, just because it literally could be life or death. Okay. What else? Um, so like I said, online, there's a ton of retailers, like there's the Thrive Market and um, Amazon has a ton of, re of retailers who sell through them that are allergy friendly. And you can look that up. Uh, Pinterest has oh so many recipes that are allergy friendly that will talk about the top eight and not having those in there. Um, and then there's the other ones, right? So someone was allergic to, one of my friends is like deathly allergic to vinegar. He is the only person I know that is deathly allergic to vinegar. But that makes it so that it's really hard for him to go out to dinner because vinegar is an ingredient in so many things. And a restaurant is not going to guarantee that there's no cross-contamination cross, um, on things like that you know like if you if they want to be gluten-free then they ha usually have like an entire section of the kitchen that is used for gluten-free cooking and prep and all that stuff and so they can say that they are certified and that you can trust um, but with the vinegar because it's in things like ketchup and mustard and a lot of salad dressings um, it's in marinades it's like in those pre-done things that like they just bring to your table too, like the mustard and ketchup, like they just bring it to the table. Um, so he literally cannot be like there at all. And so if someone even like didn't wipe it all up after the people who ate there before him and he touches the table, it, it can be kind of crazy. You have to think about how you're um, eating out, what's in possibly something for there, but don't be afraid to ask questions because it is your life. And so you need to ask questions and see, and find out if something is, you know, iffy or if you can actually eat it. So in his case, if he wanted to make a salad dressing, um, he wouldn't use vinegar. He would definitely always, always use citrus fruit unless he was allergic to citrus, uh, which I don't think he is. But I was, uh, if you are, then just you don't get to. You just do oil on all your salads and no, nothing with that acid, right? So uh, citrus would be, citrus juice would be a great sub for vinegar if you're allergic to vinegar. If you are allergic to peanuts or nuts in general, um, and peanuts are a legume, not a nut, just to clarify that. Um, but at the same time, there are other nut butters out there. There are... Um, other butters that you can use that are made out of seeds instead um, or you could make your own from fresh nuts that you're not allergic to and use that instead those are some pretty easy things um, to to sub out if you are allergic to fish you just don't eat fish right but then you also maybe don't go and order something that has fish sauce in it like if you go out to uh, like an Asian restaurant, a lot of times their soups and marinades and everything have a fish sauce in them for that salty umami flavor. 
Um, so you really have to ask about ingredients there. If you are allergic to soy, like I am, I substitute soy sauce, and because I'm not deathly allergic to soy, I just really don't like it in my body. Um, I use coconut aminos when I cook at home. If I'm out, okay, they have soy sauce, or God, I'm going to use it a little bit. It's not going to hurt me. However, if I was really, really allergic to it, there are, like, there goes almost all sushi and uh, anything like that. Like, I would be ordering sashimi only um, if I went out with friends for, like, sushi night. Uh, but, and then not dipping in the soy sauce and making sure that it was cut on a board without the soy sauce and all those things I would be asking about. So that's fish and nuts and gluten I actually covered in an entire podcast, so I'm not going to cover that today, um, but there are some really awesome substitutes for all things that have gluten in them. Um, I do want to talk about dairy for a little bit. Um, you can get yogurts and milk that are made out of so many different products um, from soy and nut and hemp and oats. There are just so, so many options there to use for milk and creamer and yogurt even like there's coconut yogurts that are supposed to be really good i haven't tried them um because i'm not allergic to dairy uh but i do love coconut milk um i do love almond milk um i even love oat milk oh my gosh in my coffee oat milk is so good and i get it at this coffee shop that i go to on sunday mornings it's just a piece it's a small chain but they always have oat milk and i never remember to buy it at the so it's like my Sunday morning treat that I get oat milk in my coffee. It's so good. Um, yeah, that is a that is a good one, dairy. So you can avoid cheeses. You can get cheeses that are made from other things. They don't melt quite as well, but they do melt. And so if it's in something like a quesadilla or inside pasta or something like that, you can't really tell the difference. Um, because there's so many other flavors that are adding to it, that's a really good place to try it for the first time. Uh, but I like you're not gonna like go pull out a, a slice of, you know, cashew cheese like you would just a slice of Swiss cheese and just like munch on it. I, they don't have they don't make that. It's more like just shredded or a block that you put into something. Um, the other thing that you can use for cheese, if you are looking for a replacement is um, nutritional yeast. It tastes like Parmesan cheese and it adds protein at the same time. So if you are vegan or you're allergic to cheese, but you still like you miss that cheesy flavor, um, nutritional yeast is a fan, 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 fantastic substitute. I use it in pastas and stuff, especially on like meatless Mondays or if I just feel like taking a break from meat and I still want that dose of protein is a really, really good option for that, um, and I I think it's delicious. And if my husband's listening, hey, buddy, like, sometimes I use nutritional yeast and not Parmesan cheese, just so you know, but you've never noticed the difference, so it's okay. Um, it works really well, surprisingly, on, like, breading, to make quote-unquote breading, um, because it, it just has this really great texture, um, and you can because we eat eggs. We're not um, allergic to eggs in my house. You know, you do the egg wash and then you put it in flour usually, but sometimes I really just don't want that gluten nor that carb, and so I'd rather use the nutritional yeast. 
and it, then it even adds even more protein than the chicken that I'm breading or whatever it is, you can use it to make like fried zucchini and uh, things like that too. Let's see, so that was dairy. If you're allergic to fish, you just avoid the fish. Um, there are other things that you, like other meats and other protein sources that you can have. It gets tricky when you are allergic to multi-things, multi <laughs> multiple things, because you have to avoid and get a little bit more creative with your cooking. Um, if you are on my email list, I did in, in, in the email where I'm letting you know that this podcast is available, oh, I uh, did put some allergy-friendly recipes in there that I'm hoping will inspire you to find even more. And if you want specific ones to your allergy, I would love to help you find the meals and make some custom meal plans for you. Uh, so just let me know and I will help you there. I think I have talked your ear off enough about allergies. And I could totally go on. There are so many other allergies that we could talk about. But for now, I'm just going to leave it at that. I think I covered all of them. I covered eggs. You don't use eggs. Um, oh, if you don't want to use an egg and you want to, like, bake, right, um, a lot of times just adding a little extra oil is okay um, or making what's called a, quote, unquote, vegan egg, which is where you let chia seeds sit in water and they kind of make this gel, and then you whisk it to make what would be close to an egg white. So, it, and then it binds very closely to how an egg binds in baking. It's kind of really cool. Um, I don't know the ratio off the top of my head, so you'd have to Google that, or I could Google that for you. Um, but just if you want to know more about that, let me know, and I will help you through that. Let's see. I think that was everything now with the egg. All right. As usual, if you have questions, email me or respond to this or leave a review. I want to hear from you. I want to part of your happy healthy meals um i also have a couple spots in my vip group where i share some encouragement for workouts and a recipe every single day and we check in with each other and it's super fun so i would love to see you there if you have any questions about allergies i would love to help you with it but just remember again i'm not a doctor so it's just i really like to research stuff and i kind of know a few things and that's it. So go out, be safe with your food, and have a wonderful meal. Thanks so much for spending time with me and learning a little bit about making your meals just a little healthier, so that you can be just a little bit happier in that amazing body of yours. I so appreciate some feedback, whether it's a five-star review on your favorite listening app or even an email or a note on my website, um, a comment in this, uh, on the show notes, anything. I would just love to hear from you, know what you're thinking, know what you need, to answer any questions you may have. I am totally here from you, for you, <laughs> from you. Um, my website where you can find all of my social handles is risaauger.com. That's R-I-S-A-A-U-G-E-R.com. You can also shoot me an email at risaauger at ymail.com. And, yes, that is ymail, not gmail. I promise you it's ymail.com, risaauger at ymail.com. I so, so, so look forward to hearing from you and helping you make your meals just 
a little healthier so you can be a little happier every day.